Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pastor Jay North here with the Professor Marcia Burden in the house here on What's Next podcast. And this week, man, we want to tackle want to tackle the subject of the separation between uh, within the Seventh Day Adventist Church, the separation between the local conferences. So, for those who really don't understand the makeup of of our denomination uh, you have a group of churches that make up a conference and then a group of conferences that make up a union and a group of unions that make up a, of a, a division and then a group of divisions that make up the world organization and so uh, I believe in in the early 1940s uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was there was a light-skinned lady by the name of Sister um, Bayard. She went to the Washington Sanitarium. She went to Washington Sanitarium. She was seeking. Um, she was. She needs. She had some health health issues, some health problems. So she went to get help, and uh, so she was being treated. But when they found out that she was not white, she was light skinned very light, like mulatto. That you know, very light. <laughs> she could pass for a white person. But when they found out that she was not white, they put her in the hallway Mm. and she she stayed in the hallway for so long. She detract she contracted pneumonia. Oh, wow. And then they sent her to Baltimore to where blacks were treated. Now, this is this is the Washington Sanitarium. This is a Seventh Day Adventist hospital Mm. that she is that she's at. Okay, they they find out she's black. They say, we're not going to treat her here. She, they put her in the hallway and they take her out of the room, put her in the hallway. She's out there, cold, whatever case, contracts pneumonia, and then is sent to the Baltimore um, sanitarium where blacks can be treated, whatever the case may be. And I believe she, she dies. So this is the straw that breaks the camel's back as relates to something needed, needing to be done. And so the the general conference at the time recommends to the black workers within the Adventist church that they should start their own conference. Okay? So mm-hmm. it wasn't even blacks asking for it. Blacks were just asking to be treated fairly. Um, you know, laws had already been, you know, integration laws had already been passed at the time. So the Adventist church is, is, is the tail and not the head on the whole integration thing. So that's kind of the background of how regional conferences got started. Black conferences got started. It was a recommendation of the general conference that the black folk start their own organization under the umbrella of the work. So with that kind of context in mind, you know, here we are in 2021. Uh, we've talked, uh, you know, over and over again about injustices, the inequality, even within our own denomination that we love and serve, believe in. My question, Marcia, is what are your thoughts about the history of how we got started? What are your thoughts on that history? That history is very interesting to me, just listening to you tell that story in the way that you did, it brings me to the point that, honestly, racism has its strongest hold 
within the evangelical Presbyterian okay. denominations right, right. across the globe. Okay. And so I'm not surprised that the Seventh-day Adventists, the Caucasian Seventh-day Adventists, mm-hmm. were acting in a racist manner. Right. Because a lot of times what, especially your more conservative religions, they use the Bible yep. as a means to, to justify their racism. Yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't alarm me that this was happening even in the 1940s, despite all of the uh, riots and boycotts and sit-ins and Right. Just measures to move towards desegregation, to move towards, like you said, integration. Right. Um, it doesn't surprise me at all. Now, what I do find interesting, though, is that how, as African-Americans, we will put up with injustice, maltreatment. Yeah, yeah. Inequality, inefficiency of processes. okay. Just to be a part of the group. Mm. Mm. So we just kind of, you know, we kind of t- just kind of take it like doormats, just kind of lay down almost. Right. And to fit in, to, to, to be in. Right. And I think that it goes back to a more a deeper than just surface conversation that we're having about racism. It goes back to slavery and that psychological mental breakdown from being brought over into a new country from your homeland right. of people who were in charge that did look like you, right. that sold you for to the highest bidder for the highest price, yeah. so that you can come into this land and work, 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 and every day you're told that you're nothing, that you will never be anything. Yeah. And the Caucasian way is now glorified and coined the American way. And so really you just want to be a part of a system that you are forced to be in and you want to make the best out of the situation. What's even more interesting though, going back to your question is that the black conferences and we're talking about the unions and regional works. We bring in, Huge dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We 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 bring in huge numbers in baptisms, in Bible studies. Um, Some of the greatest evangelists of all times, at least while after Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. Um, Were black Seventh Day Adventists. Right. Absolutely. So, I believe that I believe that God allowed it. And some people might argue with me on this point, but I believe that God allowed the powers that be to come to that decision okay. because he needed the work to be accomplished. And he okay. knew All right. All that right. we wouldn't be able to lead out and have the giants that we've had in the past and that we have today in evangelism, yeah. winning souls for Christ. Because that's ultimately our mission of being here on earth anyways. Right. He knew right. we wouldn't be in position to be able to do what he's called us to do if we were still stuck under the umbrella of racist and prejudiced leaders. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that listen, that makes um complete and total sense. And I I can accept that as being God's will 
even to impress the leaders of that time to say, listen, man, if this work is going to go forward mm -hmm. and you guys are going to be able to have, you know, uh, an impact, then it's probably best organizationally for you guys to run your own stuff and whatever the case may be. And, and, and the reality is there is some counsel. <laughs> some people don't like to hear, it, but there's some counsel, even with Ellen white that says, you know, let the blacks, work with the blacks, you know what I mean? The whites work with the whites and whatever the case may be. And so I think there's a time and place where that is, uh, that's extremely wise counsel. You know what I mean? Right. Now here's where some people might say, okay, now she's talking from two sides okay. <laughs> of the same coin. On the flip side of it though, right? Right. My issue is that, and what's disheartening to me is that leaders in the positions that they're in with the message that they have cannot set aside their own personal upbringing mm, mm -hmm. and way of thinking yeah. for the greater good of the kingdom. Right. Because honestly, when we get to heaven, there is no white section, black right, section, right, Hispanic right. section, Asian section. There is no section for ethnicity or race. We're all going to be there together. So why can't we start practicing that down here, down here? Right. And why can't we be under one umbrella? Yeah. And so, like I said, it might seem like I'm talking out of two sides, but it kind of all merges together. So because the leaders did not have the mentality of Christ. Yeah. Let's even go back to Jesus Christ. When you look at his disciples. Right. It was a melting pot. Right, but there, but you know, but there's some there's some bigotry even amongst the disciples. There was, you know what I mean, which which kind of, you know, gives us uh, kind of a, a, a microscopic view of, you know, even though they had spent time with Jesus, even though they were doing mighty acts for Jesus, there was still some personal <laughs> bias, some personal bigotry that still existed. You know what I mean? Between hey, we're Jews and these and these Gentiles and and whatever the case would be. So that, you know, that just seems to be something that's, you know, obviously it's a sin problem. Right. But but it it it, it happened not too long after Jesus ascended. Correct. And and history does repeat itself, so it's not shocking that it's still happening to today. Right. But what's really sad is that we were given these stories, we were given the Bible as this roadmap, as this blueprint to how to live the best life possible right. while we're here on the earth. And we won't follow those principles mm. in its totality. Totality, okay. excuse me. We yeah. pick and choose right. which principles that we want to follow. And with that being said, that stems from going back to the leadership. There should have been a meeting of the minds to say, hey, racism exists. Mm -hmm. And we know that there's issues amongst whites and blacks and right. probably other races, but for Today's podcast, Whites and Blacks. Yeah. We need to try to come together under the principle of the Seventh-day Advent okay. movement. Right, right. That's the whole point of us. Right. Come together to move and spread the gospel yeah. as Christ would have us to. And you don't see that on a leadership level. And that's what's disheartening. Okay, okay. So... All right, so that's in the 1940s. The first regional conference was uh, the Lake Region Conference in 1944, and I believe um, the Northeastern Conference uh, soon followed. And then, you know, there was a kind of a domino effect 
as the conferences, the, the, the regional or slash black conferences began to get organized in its various regions. So now we, let's, let's, let's fast forward for the sake of the podcast. Let's fast forward all the way to 2021. Right. Yes. And the, there's been a number of, uh, of conversations that have happened in terms of, we need to do away with this color barrier within how, how we're organized and how we operate. Okay. So, I don't want to get into the the who should who should merge into who, okay? Although my personal opinion, which I'll share, is since regional conferences automatically um, operate within a four to five state area, then it, it would it would just seem logical that a state conference would dissolve into a geographical conference. Mm-hmm. That just seems like a no brainer to me. All right. If there's no colors and all this other stuff, the one that knows how to operate within a region as opposed. And then, and then the regional conferences, uh, Marcia, uh, um, operate in the same territory of the union. Right. So you could even remove a level of organization, which, which ties up money and all this stuff. You could remove a level if you just went regionally with your organization. So anyway, long story short, the question is, is it time for that breakdown to happen? Is it time for there to be an amalgamation of the, the white work and the black work? And we realize there's Hispanic, um, there's a Hispanic work in both sides. There's multi-ethnic, they call it, you know, multi-ethnic ministries in both sides. They both have uh, Asian, they both have Hispanic whatever the case may be, they both have both sides. And then, and then there's some black churches in white conferences. There's some white churches in black conferences. So my question is, are we ready or what do you think? Uh, so personally, no, no. Okay. No. And this is me being biased and I'm willing to admit that. Okay. I believe that in the black conferences, we are on fire. Okay. All right. I don't want, Merging, <laughs> you don't want to dull the wanna, flame. <laughs> you don't want the the proverbial bucket of water to get doused on no, on the not flame at all. I mean, so you, you say we can't we 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 couldn't help ignite reignite them. No, <laughs> the Lord is in this holy place. Let all the earth keep silent. Literally, keep silent okay. during the whole service. Okay, we I can't hear you. bring that into. Clap your hands, praise the Lord. God has been good to you. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. That's okay. not going to mix. So you're saying culturally we can't do it. We can't make it happen from a it, That's that's one aspect. Okay, one one aspect's culturally. Okay. That's that's one aspect. All right. Number two. All right. The mission of the church, right? Okay. The black conferences say we need to be in the urban, inner city, right? Ghettos for lack of a better term, to really evangelize these people because they need the gospel the most. Right. The Caucasian church says we need to be out in the suburbs in a nice, clean, healthy environment (laughs) where everyone is happy, where there's some parts are rural and there is hardly any around. And so that's location. Okay. Another issue that we would have. All right. So, so, uh, our, our brothers and sisters uh, in in the Caucasian work um, might 
what I'm hearing from you is, is they might be missing some of the mission. Not only that, but they, there's, again, there's a conflict of the Bible, in essence, and that sounds weird, right? Okay, but when okay. we talk about the mission and, you know, the great commission that was given in Matthew, right. there is a conflict as to who uh, is being called okay. <laughs> to go out and where. We're but but, listen, God, but it, it, we're called to go out by the, the 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 roads, the highways, the hedges. Correct. You know what I mean. So so there's correct. But how many Caucasians have you seen? Right? Because you okay. were in yeah, I was Lake Ridge in, region. Right, you were right. in the urban right. cities: Detroit, Chicago, yep. Indianapolis. Yeah. How many Caucasian brothers and sisters? Seven Adventist brothers and sisters, did yeah. you see during your time up there visit your church, witness in the right, inner city? Right, right, right. No, well, listen, I mean, it's, you, you're exactly right. We've seen very uh, little to none. Let me take it a step further than that. Let's, <laughs> since we're on none. the road, Andrews University right. is up there. Right. Bering Spring, Michigan. Right. How many Caucasian students from Andrews University ever visited one of your churches Ever went to one of your urban neighborhoods? Very few to evangelize. Very, to, very to do few. Bible now, studies. now, now, to, to their to their credit, they do have a a uh, intentional mission to Benton Harbor, which is the which is what we would call the hood, relatively yeah. close to Andrews, whatever the case may be. But I get it. I get it. It's there's you know our our white brethren don't seem to have that passion. For just everybody, for everybody, for everybody, they will rather go to Africa, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, or some other, you know, or some nation. other third world country, <laughs> right? Then, then to reach, then to reach yes. the people in their backyard. I got you, I got you. So, so, okay, so that's that's I see that certainly on a local level. So, you're saying that if we were to combine, we would lose. You feel like the black work would lose its intentionality, its focus, its energy in terms of the people in whom um, we we are targeting. And the only reason why I say that is because there would we would be tied up in meetings. Adventists love to have meetings. <laughs> we do a lot of meetings. Yeah. When it comes to, and this is always, whenever you want to follow a problem, follow the money. Okay. The money will give you the answer to every problem. Okay. When it comes to the money, when it comes to the funds, when right. it comes to the usage of those funds. Right. That's where we're going to be stalled because we're mm. going to have to fight all the time for funds. Yeah. And yeah. it's not going to be, well, why do you keep giving to this particular area? Okay. Right? We need to give it to this. Yeah. And we're like, no, we need to give more to this because this other area has a lot. Okay. But this area is extremely lacking. Okay. And so we're in meetings, leadership. Yeah. In meetings, meetings, meetings. And the foot soldiers are now going to have to start doing stuff out of their own pocket without mm. the financial assistance of, okay. since we're going up, right, of the conferences yeah. and of the unions. Well, we cut out the unions, but of the conferences. Right. We will be in meetings on budget allocations. <laughs> so you feel like that that's going to stall the work and, and, and 
trying to be equal. So, so, so what we have now right now is essentially the white conferences have their budgets, which are, you know, much higher in some, in some, we do have some, you know, well-to-do uh, regional conferences, right? Shout out to Northeastern. Yeah. Uh, Allegheny East. <laughs> Allegheny East. You know, uh, what you call it? Uh, Southeastern is is, Southeastern. is is up there. And then and you got some small state conferences, too. I mean, like the Carolinas is a, is a very small conference. Wyoming and stuff. I mean, they're not, they're not bringing in that much money. They have very small organizations. Of course, there's not that many people in, in, certain, in, these, in these areas, so you don't need it. So you're saying that from an organizational standpoint, it would just it would just hinder the work. The work of the gospel, the the commission, the mission would just kind of be uh hindered or or, or that's one aspect slowed. of it, right? Okay. That's one aspect because we're much larger than just evangelism. Right. We have schools, that's we right. have hospitals, right. We have other businesses. Right. Now you're talking about merging that again. We're going to have another meeting of leadership as yeah. in, well, why is, let's use the South, Southern schools right now. Why is Southern right. allocated a bigger budget than Oakwood? Yeah. And we're all under the same under umbrella. The same umbrella. Why, well. why is, why is Andrews and La Melinda and La Sierra offered a bigger budget than YU? Why are the black schools closing because they have financial hardships, but the white schools are still open? Mm. And mm. the numbers aren't that much different. Yeah. So that's the issue. Then, okay, let's go to hospitals, right? Yeah. Let's go back to hospitals. Employees. Who are we employing? Right. Are we having diversity, equity, and inclusion? Or are we whitewashing certain areas and diversifying others? Yeah. yeah. Are they receiving the same allocations of money? So in order for us to merge, again, I go back to my original statement it has to be the ideology and thought process of the high leadership. Okay. Okay. To say, we're not looking at the color of your skin. Right. We're not looking at your ethnicity. We're looking at the fact that you are a child of God. Okay. And you have decided to be a part of this denomination. Right. right. If we can get to that point, sure. Let's okay. combine. Let's all do this together. Okay. All right. Which is which is going to take a complete work of the holy ghost i mean i mean you know people gonna have to just completely surrender and retire <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the holy spirit yeah 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 so all right so obviously that's 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 an ideal that's an ideal something and it you know at this point it seems like it's way far off but for the sake of what we're talking about today we're basically saying that listen let's just keep things the way they are um you know keep moving uh, intentionally, though, we need to be pursuing, you know, equal um, disbursements, equal allocations, you know, making sure that everybody is getting as fair as it can be across the board. Um, so I guess my question then to you would be, as as a young adult, um, is that something on your radar? Is it something that you think about, like, you know, because here my my thing is when people join this church, mm -hmm. th there's this perception because of all the information that we give and and all the biblical literacy that we have and biblical biblical understanding. There's this perception, oh man, this church has it all. Mm -hmm. And then when people begin to find out, oh, what, what, we're we're segregated, mm -hmm. then they're like, does this church really have the Holy Ghost? If mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? If it, so, how do we how do we deal with that dichotomy as people join and then find out? Hey, we're 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 not operating under this uh, you know kumbaya <laughs> kumbaya ministry. Yeah. So as a young adult, first my first mission, because according to the Bible, this is going to be your young that finish okay. and wrap up this thing okay my first mission is to get us alive and awake <laughs> okay all right to get <laughs> on the foot ground and to get into action but more importantly to your question i think that we can reach a unity that we haven't had okay this entire existence of the denomination all right if we follow the greatest commandment okay Two greatest commandments. Okay. Love the Lord your God with right. all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay. If we look at a person with love, yeah, with the same love that yeah. God looks at us with, yeah, it's not going to matter who's at your church, yeah, why they're at your church, what's happening. So, I would be glad, and I've done this before, even recently. Um, I have a friend. Very, I'm not gonna drop her name, but mm -hmm. very prominent friend here okay. in um, North Alabama. Okay, and she's Caucasian. Okay, and she found out about Oakwood because she was transitioning to an all plant based diet. Okay, and she heard that we had information about it. Right, and so I I took it a step further. She came onto the campus. I gave her a tour. Okay, um, I introduced her to Pastor Bird, and then I said, Hey, come. To some services we would love to have you right that's how we get to unity in our church gotcha. if everyone on an individual level would reach a person and they reach a person and another person reach a person and do it in love okay and present truth in love okay then we we will have the unity that you're speaking of Gotcha. 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 Well, I mean, this is uh, you know, it's, it's a conversation that keeps um, surfacing and even, you know, a number of our Caucasian leaders, some prominent leaders uh, within, within the last five years, you know, made some uh, open statements. Um, our university president, Oakwood university president, um, he's been, he was a part of a committee that looked at, you know, the feasibility and the relevancy of, of the black church within Adventism and man presented just some spot on reasons mm -hmm. why we need to continue in this vein in terms of having our own organization. So, you know, personally I'm saying it's black owned business at the end of the day, mm -hmm. this, this demonstrates black owned business. And I think we need to celebrate it. It's a little lag, but we need to celebrate <laughs> the the idea of having this. Is a, we own our own. We have our own land. We have our own schools. And to me, this is something we need to be pushing to our young people, to our members. Say, hey, listen, let's build up our own community. Obviously, they're not going to do it. And we got to keep fighting for fighting for equality. But at, in the same time, at the same time, we got to be raising up our own stuff. So I'm saying yeah. why why dissolve a business that's working well? I agree 100%. I agree 100%. And I think that 
this is the best time ever, right, to capitalize on the worldwide attention yeah. <laughs> that we're receiving, and rightfully so, as African Americans, and to go ahead, market the scene, capitalize on it, so we can create an even greater franchise. I mean, we should be at the point where we, um, and Dr. Bird has said this multiple times, we should be at the point where we have our own bank. Yeah. Yeah. We should be able to point where we have our own money. Yep. We should we 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 know and we return our tithe and we give liberal offerings. Yes. That's yes. what um African Americans are known across denominations right. to do. So it's not for a lack of resources. And Adventists have been highly blessed and favored by God to be in some positions of prominence. Yeah. You're right about that. That makes them very financially stable and able to give in huge ways. Yeah. So we need to polarize our, pull our resources together. Okay. Come together and to really be serious and intentional. I think one of the issues that we have is, and, and I can't put all the blame on the white church because a lot of times they put the seasoning in the pot mm-hmm. and we stir it. Okay. Up, okay. Right? right. We have the vision amongst ourselves. Yeah. That's the main problem. Gotcha. We're not even unified. Yeah. So, and that's another reason why we probably would not be ready to join them. We're not unified ourselves. Yeah. And so until we become unified, then who knows? We might even receive more respect from our lighter brothers and sisters in Christ. Because we are showing them, hey, what you meant for evil, what you meant for discord, God has turned around for the good. And we are an unstoppable, unmovable, united force for the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's it, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. I think, you know, to cap it off, we're saying that, listen, at this stage, I think we just we need to stay the course. And I think by this, by our success, I think our our counterparts will, you know, they they gonna have to take notice, man. And they gonna they gonna have to start come. They gonna come to us and be like, listen, man, tell us how to finish this work. <laughs> tell us, tell what do y'all got going on, man? That 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 we need to tap into. So let's just uh, finish the course, man. But listen, y'all, what are your thoughts? Uh, we'd love to hear what you uh, think about, you know, uh, coming together or remaining separate. Um, for the sake of the mission For the sake of the mission So I'm Pastor North And I'm here with the Professor Marcia Burden And you have been listening to another episode of What's Next